I'm Dr. Pete Economo, the East Coast psychologist. And I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin, the West Coast psychologist. And this is When East Meets West. So these days you'll hear a term often called resilience, and it's something that some of us have, some of us don't. And let's break it down. Dr. Nikki, what do you think? Don't think you've been calling me Dr. Nikki. No, I know. I, I just <laughs> no one calls me. <laughs> Honestly, I go back and forth with like people on my team where you'll be like Dr. Chelsea, Dr. Torres. Like I, I just go back and forth. I it's very confusing. It's uh, I think it's very it's very sweet. Nobody yes, listen. No, no one calls me Dr. Nikki. People either call me Nikki or they call me Dr. Ruben, but never <laughs> Dr. Nikki. Just right. Pete. Just Pete. Um, yeah, resilience. Uh, yeah, I'm so glad that we're talking about this today because. Um, it's obviously uh, an important, uh, not just concept, but it's it's a practice, right? It's like yeah. something that we can develop as humans. And, um, you know, uh, resilience is something that there is a whole wing of psycho- like psychological science where they study this. Yeah. Um, but resilient, you know, I guess maybe what I would say is like resilience is something humans have an immense capacity for resilience. It's like, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of things that are, um, this is, I'm not going to say this in a very kind way, but very dumb about our species. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Re- resilience is not dumb. Resilience, I think, is one of the most wonderful, inspiring things about being a human. That's motivation. I love hearing you say that. It is. I, 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 it's it's almost like love in a way where there's, yeah. I feel, right? Because there's infinite amounts of it. And, uh, but I, you know, and I, I don't, I'm not going to, I don't, I'm not familiar with the research per se, but one thing I find interesting is like, even with like some twin research, that you might find one more resilient than the other, mm-hmm. you know, or like veteran research, you know, because mm-hmm. resilience is about sort of endurance and perseverance. Um, yes. And so two people have the same exact experience and one ends up becoming, you know, pretty significantly impacted and the other one not, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and so um, it's that's the art of what we do. Uh, mm-hmm. I often say, and I'm sure you do too, like what what I do is a science and an art. It, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And 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 look, I think what you're, what you're getting at, and, and yes, Pete and I are not, Unfortunately, we're not researchers in resilience, so, so we're less familiar no. about um, sort of the um, the nitty gritty details. But uh, from what I do know, it's like different factors can influence it, right? So just like with anything, so obviously biological factors could influence it. Like if somebody has like very, very, very severe mental illness, right? Yeah, that that may um, contribute. Um, to uh, decreasing uh, one's ability to cultivate resilience, or yeah. maybe there are so many. Um, environmental factors, um, that get in the way. But, but again, I keep saying may, because that being said, like, that's also what's kind of amazing about resilience is that think of all the humans you've ever read stories about or known personally, where they've experienced maybe unbelievable trauma or traumas, or do experience some unbelievably severe, um, you know, physical or emotional, uh, difficulty or illness. And it, you know, and they, they, come back stronger, you know, um, you know, more solid. It's like an exercise. I love that you just said cultivate resilience Yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, because I think the the definition from APA is successfully adapting to difficult or challenging life experiences, Mm -hmm. especially through mental, emotional, and behavioral flexibility, Yeah, (laughs) you know? And so that is really what resilience is. And so, you know, for, and and there might be a listener who's not feeling very resilient in this moment and that's Mm -hmm. okay because, you know, we could always bounce back like resilience 
it ebbs and flows. Um, I think, you know, you could look at it from a uh, bird's eye view where maybe one's mm-hmm. life has been resilient because they've had significant childhood challenges, sure. you know, things of that nature. Um, or you could just be going through something in this moment that is super challenging. Uh, and then you find ways to mentally, emotionally, and behaviorally mm-hmm. ad- adapt because mm-hmm. Because oftentimes you don't have a choice. And that's where the East comes in. The East says, mm-hmm. what, what is in front of you is in front of you. That's right. You know, where your feet are is where your feet are. Mm-hmm. So it's often not a place that we want to be. Maybe not often. It can be yeah. a place that we don't want to be. Well, and like when a sister, you say when it's funny, because I hear this a lot clinically from folks, and you said it's like we don't have a choice. And what I'll often say is, well, here's the thing we actually do always have a choice about how we respond, right? That's but right. It's like, that's right. Like it's like, but the choice, but. But that's the only. But again, that's the only thing that we ever have a choice about is our is our behavior and how we respond to what's put in front of us. We never get to choose what's put in front of us, and so right. it's like when you when you're. Um, I'm going to use the word again because I think it's important. Is when you're cultivating resilience, which yeah. is is moving through difficulty and then um, digesting it and yeah. integrating it into um, into you. You yeah. know, and yeah. I think you know. That is, it's something that we can build and gets, it's like a muscle. Um, Yeah, it's totally muscle. I love that you just said that because I think that's often a metaphor I use where it's like, if you want to get, if you're having back pain, you have to get your back stronger. So you're going to do some back exercises, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, and so with resilience, you can't, because sometimes someone who might feel like, oh, throw your hands up. Like, I'm just not resilient. My brother did, sister did it better, whatever, you know, versus like, no, this takes work. It takes work and it's, yeah. you know, and it's something, um, look, I guess I'll say it this way. It's like when we encounter struggle or difficulty or hardship in whatever degree in our lives and, and everybody is going to experience, experience varying degrees of that. Um, yet no one escapes life without experiencing something difficult, unpleasant, right. um, something that's a struggle. You're not you like our, anybody, a one's willingness to, um, again, like I said, allow that move through it, experience it is what creates the opportunity to build resilience. And it's funny because recently in a lot of my sessions, I've been talking with people about grit, yeah, like the value of grit. And, and it's because I was, you know, it's something I think we don't like talk about enough, at least in like American culture. Like it's not, yeah. you know, at least now, I mean, probably maybe like, I don't know, maybe like that was more of a topic or idea of like a hundred years ago, but it's, it's like sort of like lost its, um, like popularity. I would say it's like just not a concept people talk a lot about. And I've been talking to folks a lot about grit and how that's related to resilience. Like it's like, a, and I asked somebody recently, it's like, I'll ask like, what does that mean? And they're like, yeah, it's like a digging deep, but with while allowing, like you're not bold. It's not bulldozing something. This is going to be insulting to our New York, New Jersey listeners, because grit is like just as common as like saying water. That's true. That's true. That's well, well I'm thinking this, I'm thinking this is an East coast concept. I don't, well, you know, I think it's, well, it's funny that you're saying that I would say, well, I think it's a very like, um, it's like the very New Yorker for sure. No doubt. You know what I'm, saying? I'm around yeah. that word all yeah. the time, especially in yeah. sport. Yeah, uh, and I happen to work with a bunch of teams where grit is pretty much the predominant culture. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, Be- but I but I wouldn't say all of. It, I mean, again, I'm you know nobody get mad at me here. <laughs> I, I'm not. I I wouldn't say like I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I would. Ex- I've experienced that in all of the East Coast. I would say it's like it's very like regionally specific. Yeah. You know, New like, York, New Jersey, no doubt. Yeah, exactly. You know. Um, yeah. But 
And to that point, it's like it's not very like American to talk about like holistically. Yeah. You know, it's so I'm funny saying? to me though when you were yeah. saying that, I was literally like, oh, you talk I, about- I, I was like puffing my chest out. Like you said, that's what? so funny. It's <laughs> so funny. Well, but so so say more about that because again, I'm so yeah. glad that that's saying you rest because I'm like that. That's a part of cultivating resilience is it connecting is. to grit. Absolutely, yeah. And 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 one of the things I find is that sometimes people are looking for the grit. And yeah. I think to cultivate it, it's just there. And it's sort of like, you know, uh, not every great athlete becomes a good coach. You can't just create grit. Uh, it has so- to be, well, it has to be a, well, you know what? You're right. So I'm going to challenge you a little bit. Cause I would say, cause I kind of conceptualize it. And that's why I'm talking about it. But patience is like, yeah. is a, it's a value. Yeah. Right. So really, you know, so, and I'll say, so it's something we can connect to. Yes. So it's like, it's like, so yeah, you can't just like make it out of thin air, but, but if it's something, if, and I would say, I'll, I can't say everybody's, there's no always, no, but, no. but many people like I think many people can connect to grit. I think this is like the human thing I'm talking about. I think it's yeah. like part of being human, but a lot of people don't recognize or realize that that it's something that they have within them to connect yeah. to. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. And I'm yeah. thinking it's because it's intrinsically motivated. So I think that that's where grit is. And I, cause mm-hmm. so that's why it's immeasurable and yes, you can cultivate it, but what ends up happening, especially in sports is that, Everyone has seen like an ESPN 60 or something, a story uh, mm-hmm. that, that has an athlete who had a very challenging life, you know, right. and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden created, you know, became one of the best. Mm-hmm. Um, that's their grit, you know, their grit, mm-hmm. their why. That's what has gotten them intrinsically motivated to perform. Um, so, yes, I th- so I think it's about finding the why. So, yes, it can be built, but I do think it's inherent in people. And that is resilience because they've gone, whatever, you know, the adversity that they've experienced has created grit. Go. That's interesting. So it's funny. I think I I like see it in a slightly different way. So I I conceptualize it more as what you're saying is I sort of think that it's like, that's the building resilience and building resilience is fueled by connecting to grit. Yeah. Right. Like I I see it as like, cause I think about, I'm just, again, I'm thinking about some folks I'm working with right now where that I, it's like, they were having trouble connecting to grit. Yeah. They're going through something, you know, and I'm working with, they were going some th- things that were really, really hard. And, and I was really trying to distinguish between, I wasn't, I didn't want them to bulldoze their way through it. Right. I yeah. didn't want them to say like, just grit your teeth and bear it. It's like, no, no, no. It's no. like, this is really hard. And I want you to bring like compassion and love and kindness to yourself about how hard this is. And I want you to like be in the difficult, be in the hard. Yeah. And, and then I was framing it as I want you to connect to grit. Like it's something within you. It's something, yes. but it, but, but it wasn't based in something else. Does that make sense? It's like something yeah. that I was saying, like it's in you, but you're for, you're not, it, yeah. you're not honoring it. You're not connecting and, then that's, it, yeah. and that's going to build the resilience as a, but do you know what I mean? I do. And I just put it on our list for another episode. So we are going to do an episode <laughs> on grit because I, um, I, one of my friends recently this weekend said, you know, oh, you know, when East Meets West popped up on my uh, podcast list mm-hmm. and I listened to something, you guys were great. He's like, but it was a little monotone. Like you guys should argue more or something. That's actually what that was what he said. <laughs> <laughs> 
Excuse you. <laughs> well, hey, hey, Eli's from Israel, so I was like, maybe there's some, you know, he wanted a little more like fiery <laughs> cultural right, stuff. Right, 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 so that's, right, right. What, that's what he and I talked about. But I He's was like, like, no, we, Pete and I don't really argue very much. Well, but maybe we're going to have an episode yes. on grit. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll. <laughs> well, so, so I think, I think what you and I are saying though, we are, we're saying that grit and resilience are inherently intertwined, and yes. that the res, and so resilience is like again, like for for listeners, it's like. It is um, it is moving forward in one's life, right? It's like I yeah. said, it's like w- even in the presence of something hard. And like I, I like, and this is why I'm using this language because I like it for myself. It's like digesting it yeah. and integrating it into a part of who you are. Totally. It's, 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 it's how you view and engage the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also, I think an important piece of it is how you cope, you know, so mm-hmm. coping strategies, which we've done yes. in season one. And then the other piece, the last piece is uh, social resources. I think that is a piece of it that's yeah. important to acknowledge because, you know, I, I'm i resilient. I'm going to put mm-hmm. that out there. I'm owning it. And part mm-hmm. of why I'm resilient is because I go to acupuncture. I can afford therapy. I get massages often. I have fancy gym memberships. You know, those resources, they help me be stay resilient. Totally. Though I will say, so for your friend, Eli, I'll challenge Pete again. This one's for you, Eli. Yes. Those things, those things are, are, are great things to like take care of oneself. However, I would say like, you don't need those things to be resilient though, that resiliency, like, and this is where I would love to hear, like, bring it back to like, you know, in Eastern perspective, it's like, you know, whatever, when Buddhism was created thousands of years ago, you know, they didn't have fancy gym memberships, no. right? And it's like what these concepts were about, it's like we we don't the, like back to what you said, Pete. It's like this is this is within us. This is within yeah. our ability. Yeah. It's yeah. like to to open up and accept and allow um what whatever pain we're encountering, whatever pain's in front of us. Yeah. And allowing that to um make us stronger, you know, it's like yeah. I I, well, I mean, are there any, yeah, I mean, other yeah. things they would say. That you well, can... okay. So what are social resources are part of that too. So that, so that yes, can be community, absolutely. right? So like community, right. Yes. Right. So, you know, and, and not everyone has that. Yeah. Well, and I think, but well, that would be something that like, um, we are a social species. And right. so like, you know, leaning on others for support, whoever that is, like reaching, like we can't, um, we can't build resiliency in a vacuum, you know, like no, we can't, exactly. we, we need, um, we need, frankly, love and connection, yeah, right? To yeah. it's a it, those are um, essential ingredients, you know. Just like I guess I, I guess what I'm clarifying for myself as I'm talking out loud today is like <laughs> I, I I would say in, essential ingredients to res, build resiliency is uh, is our grit, yeah, connection, love, right, compassion, right, yeah, yeah, love and connection. Which we've I mean, so we've really done we've done episodes um, on all of these. Hmm. And all these topics. So <laughs> we have, t- we have talked a lot on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so who's listening? Uh, yeah. I, I think we have like almost 85 or 90 episodes at this point, but you know, I think um, so this is interesting because I think this seems like this is an area where this could also be another episode because, because here's the thing. We're all going to go through times where we don't feel resilient. We feel like the world has just beat us and that we can't go on. Now that doesn't mean mm-hmm. I'm necessarily suicidal. It just means that like I feel like I want to crawl, I want to crawl in a ball and mm-hmm. maybe just stay in my bed for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's okay. That doesn't mean you're not resilient, listener. That's you know? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, what it means is 
every time, like you said, Nikki, we have to just reset, you know, reset yeah. and say, and so the ability to reset is that flexibility. And, and I think that that has become probably my most, one of my more favorite words, you know, from third wave CBT is just the idea of being flexible. Um, mm -hmm. And it's funny because my, um, one of the teachers who organized all of our talks for the Zen community, um, she's changed my like date, like four times um, mm -hmm. in the last like two weeks. And mm -hmm. every time I'm like, yeah, sure. That's fine. You know, and so she said, she, the last time she said, Roshi replied, Peter is very flexible. <laughs> so You're like, thank I, you. <laughs> I, well, I'm both a galloping horse and very flexible. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, yeah. I, this is good. So maybe we have another episode on this at some point. Um, so listeners, as you consider whether you're resilient or to build or cultivate more resilience, I'll leave you with this quote. Chaos is inherent in all compounded things. Strive on with diligence. This has been When East Meets West. I'm Dr. Pete Economo. And I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin. Be present, be brave. This has been When East Meets West. All material is based on opinion and educational training of Drs. Pete Economo and Nikki Rubin. Content is for informational and educational purposes only. 